Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the HLP. We have a really fun one this week, and I will just let you go ahead and get started right on into episode 184, Parks and Urination. Everybody and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 184. Brooks, that's got you know. Last time we talked about mucus, but that's got a viscosity to it. Whatever you're drinking, it's it's thick and it's opaque. This one's a bulldog. It's suggested by Mariellogram. I think that's Mariellogram. That's the one. <laughs> it is. I told him to practice it in the car. <laughs> <laughs> not a joke (laughs) it is a mouthful just like this drink yeah it's an ounce of vodka and it's an ounce of coffee liqueur there's an ounce of milk in there and just a little bit of coke what what animal's milk is in that it is of the utter kind well it's not it's not specific enough sadly well, all right, fine. And it's just a, a cow milk okay. uh, variety. <laughs> variety. <laughs> I guess. I guess I don't know exactly which kind of what variety of cow. And it, it's not bad. It reminds me a lot of I guess a White Russian with a little Coke in there. But it also reminds me a lot of Russian Olympic athlete. It's pretty dope. <laughs> Do- doping. <laughs> Pretty doped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> uh, Steve, speaking of dopes, what are you drinking? Griffin, I have no idea. You don't know? I truly don't know. The can says PBR. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but who knows? The old debacle. Yep. You guys don't understand? Listen to the zone of truth, but I guess I'm drinking a PBR now. I mean, maybe... Does but it, I don't think so. Doesn't taste brewed mm-hmm. in the land of the sky blue. No, you, you try try that out. I haven't had a hams in so long. Yeah. I think that's a little sweeter than a hams. I don't know, man. It's been a while. I guess that's true. It's been a while for a lot of things. It's been a while. Does <laughs> I could hold my, my hams up high. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh well, speaking of something that's been a while, this has been sitting in my fridge since before the holidays. The Line and Kugel Toasted Bach. Uh, mm, toasty. Just like the doctor ordered. The doctor ordered that? Yeah, in the, in the 1920s, you get a prescription. That makes sense. It wasn't alcohol broken. <laughs> yeah. That's why you had to get a prescription. Yeah. Yeah, that's, oh. why yeah. that's why uh, Winston Churchill had a prescription for booze when he came over to the States. Gotcha. Because... Winston Churchill wasn't not going to drink. The more you know. Mm-hmm. What are you drinking, Haley? Uh, a lemon lime ice. Oh, so you wouldn't need a prescription for that, actually. It's more no. like tonic water. That would probably help for it's fizzy. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, if you're if you're trying to avoid malaria, you might have. Why? 
A snake oil potion. Yeah, snake oil potion like that. Gotcha. I mean, it tastes good. I have no complaints. I'm trying out a new brand of seltzer. This is Topo Chico. And I got this pack because it has exotic pineapple. I don't know what makes exotic pineapple different from regular pineapple. But I'm Do they have a regular out. pineapple flavor? Not in that pack. Well, that's the is flavor it? that you can grow in your backyard. Just the local pineapple. <laughs> the exotic yeah. ones come from somewhere where they can't be grown. The one you can grow here is the Pineapple Express. Isn't Topo Chico supposed to be the like the spicy seltzer? Like the regular kind? I don't know. Can you feel it in your topo in the topo of your Chicos? <laughs> Damn it. Uh so I don't know if this is necessarily exotic pineapple, but it definitely tastes like real pineapple. It's not like a fake pineapple flavoring. So Really? Yeah, it's really good. It's good. Huh. Do you guys want to try it? Yes. Try it. Yeah, kinda. Yeah, it actually tastes like pineapple. It's got a little bit of oh, a bite nice. that a pineapple yeah. has. It's not overly sweet. Mm-mm. Which is odd because it usually usually anything pineapple flavor is pretty sweet. Wow. Yeah. yeah, and it doesn't have good. like a bad alcohol taste to it either. It just is like a good seltzer, or at least Honestly, I don't think it does. I would use that in a painkiller, the drink, like with uh, instead, oh instead of pineapple God. juice. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's pineapple-y enough, but it's oh, the other ingredients in a painkiller are kind of sweet. So mm-hmm. I feel like that would work really well. Some yeah. of that, yeah, get a little bit of good. splash of OJ. I don't know what is in Coco Lopez. Like a, a painkiller, but I just know that I love them. Yeah. I think traditionally it's rum, pineapple juice, orange juice, Coco Lopez, which is that like the the coconut syrup stuff, mm, and then mm-hmm, nutmeg on mm-hmm. the top. Yum. And usually when you get a flavored one, they use like the Cruzon flavored rums or whatever. Or the, oh, so a, what a about. good rum drink. So obviously not something we would have tried during. No, not something, we would have, <laughs> yeah, not something that would have been on the I list. I do think that someone had a painkiller at some point. Probably recreationally. No, aver- like we literally, I think we Many. had a version of that. Yeah, we could. It was um, it was called that too, huh? I would have to look. Now I got to check the list. <laughs> Go back to the <laughs> oh boy. If Get it was records. somebody, it wasn't any of the boys because we don't not. remember it. Yeah, I feel like it might have been myself. That's probably, probably. why I recognize yeah. that. Well, I believe we have to roll off. Who's left? I'm left. I am. I'm still in it too, so I think it's the three of us. Because I roll weirdly high. I'm so tired of you winning else. this and then drinking your lemon lime seltzer. Hey, I get to choose whatever I want today. And not out of the chalice. It is dangerous, Brooks. Gotta live life on the hey, edge. By the way, I did break one of your glasses. Um, I I rolled an eleven. Blue what was this? When did you the, break the one glass? that he keeps here? You gonna get a sippy cup now? Oh no! I know. I, I didn't. I, I didn't even hear this. Yeah, because I broke it yesterday in, in inside of the dishwasher, cleaned it up, and then put it immediately away so that no one saw. Other, it, it wasn't the sippy cup though, because Brooks is using. No, it was the, no, the, the twenty one. Oh, oh from Jeremy. Bummer. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. It's an embarrassment. I know. What you got, Emily? I got an eighteen, so I don't think it's gonna be me. Yeah, I got a four, so fuck me. Right? Oh. <laughs> oh. The boys are back in town. Boys <laughs> Where my boys at? Out of the competition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about right for this show. We're a real power bottom group. 
We're stacking the power bottom rankings. <laughs> yep. All of us over here, boys. This is kind of like a power, it's like a power bottom dynasty over here. Some some people wish they could be as power bottom as we are, but we're more power bottom. Bottom three, you, me, and me. <laughs> you, you, and me. There we go. Jesus fuck. <laughs> Do we want to start the episode? <laughs> yeah, I guess we bottomed out on that one. <laughs> nice. If you could get a bad boy point, you got one. <laughs> when last we left our heroes, they ventured to the Quarterfo archive where they found a secret entrance to a Whispering Way hideout that looked like it had been hastily picked up and and the Whispering Way was no longer in residence. However, you did meet a vampire who told you about like made fun of rune a lot i think and and then uh, yeah who hasn't well it's hard not to so uh quinley basdell this vampire or this vampire is looking for his mother's killer and offers to connect you with the vampire underground in exchange for your help in solving the murders you learn that you need to head to a place called restoration park in order to enter the vampire underground. And Quinley did tell you that you would likely be met with resistance as he's not even allowed free passage as a, you know, as someone who is related to someone who was on the vampire council, he's still not allowed. So you'll likely have a tougher time, but he did say um, that if you could get an audience with Louvric Sauvage, he could, you know, if you explain that you want to work with him, he could probably give you some information on the Whispering Way and could guarantee your safety down there. That's where we find you. I guess still in this empty hideout. What are you doing? Well, there's no time like the present to go find some vampires. What do you say? Well, Luvrik is waiting for us. But I don't know about that. He probably doesn't really think you're... You know, he's not gonna be expecting you. I can't really get in and tell him that, you know, you're on your way. So, for all intents and purposes, you're gonna look like you're trying to intrude and invade in the Vampire Underground. I can do my best to, you know, speak on your behalf, but I'm not welcome either, so I'll be looked at as an intruder as well. So, as I told you before, it might be best to, you know, you can put down any resistance you find on your way down there. It won't permanently kill them unless you're uh, putting a stake in them and waiting until morning or you're chopping off their heads or yeah so let's go perform some beanie breaking in it let's go and we can tell them that we're coming further in when we kill them that way the message will get there eventually and they oh, will be that's... waiting for us <laughs> that's an interesting strategy okay so <laughs> so you're you're planning on telling them we're just here to talk as <laughs> as you're beating the shite out of them and then you're gonna uh, we'll see you further in when you pretty much like, if they no hard feelings type of deal if they're willing to talk to us we'd entertain the idea but if they're gonna fight we can at least get them to pass the message on they'll see us coming whether they want to or not <laughs> intruders topside <laughs> 
All right. Um, the <laughs> tactical advantage of the lack of surprise will be overwhelming here. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that idea just might be crazy enough to work. Well, you did come stomping in here. <laughs> Loud as can be, so I wouldn't expect you to stealth your way down there anyway. So you'd like to go during the night or wait until morning? You're likely to have an encounter above ground if you head there at night, but uh, there'd be much less likely any bystanders. Not that I think we're going to have to, but if we go during the day, if we need to, you know, turn back, we would be safe. There is a point there with being able to retreat and all. That sounds good to me. If we do go at night, does that mean some of the vampires will have left and there'll be fewer of them to fight? Well, do they often that. leave? There's that too, yeah. Right now they are kind of in a state of lockdown. So I, I, I'd suspect it's probably not many of the members of the Vampire Council themselves that won't be there but maybe a good portion of their spawns might be getting sent out to uh, during the night to do um, any tasks that they need doing. So you'd be dealing with quite a few less spawns, I suppose. We also do not want to give away the presence of vampires or where they can be found in this town. Perhaps it is to our advantage that there are no onlookers or bystanders when we are in the park. It's a sort of sideways show of good faith. We're not trying to expose them. That is true. It, it is quite bold, I suppose, to go treat with vampire during the night. So, who knows? It might gain you some respect too. At least they'd know you're either dead or you're you mean business. So, do we have a general consensus? Are we like flipping a coin? Feels like there's pros and cons to both. Like you mentioned, with being able to retreat during the day. He said he would say it's unlikely that someone who's guarding the entrance would necessarily chase you far. So, if that helps make up your mind. Well, uh, Mutumbe has changed my mind. I will say that the night raid might be better. I would also look to the wisdom of Freya and Rune as well. If you feel strongly for during the day, I could be swayed. Both have their advantages and disadvantages. I'm good with night. That's fine. Night it is. So you wanted to head out this night? It's a great question. Have How many abilities have you used, companion, that we will be bringing down there? I don't have daily tracked abilities. I'm not that kind of class. I've cast about five spells today, and several of them were fairly high level. That sounds like a lot of spells. I've cast all my restoration that I've prepared and removed disease. Just for reference, I can only cast like seven spells a day, so this seems very risky. (laughs) I do have plenty of spells still left to go, but I am somewhat limited. So what do we think? Rest and then go? Or go now? You could also rest, scope the park out during the day, go back at night. That seems smart. Yeah, that's probably the call. We, sh- we should follow that GM advice. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully no vampires turn up missing. Sure. So you guys head back to the Twisting Pine? Yes. Mm-hmm. Quinley would just, you know, say, I- I'll 
meet you after sundown. See you there, buddy. Anything anyone needs to do during the evening? I don't think so. I believe Ray will need to tomorrow remove disease, but I think she's removed everything else that was plaguing the party. Yes. Yeah, I'm not diseased anymore. Good luck. <sighs> yeah. No, you didn't have the ability to cast or remove disease tonight, did you? With all the spells you have left over, you couldn't re-prepare something. Oh, let or... me double check. Third level. No, I've prepared all my third levels, unfortunately. Okay. So the next day comes, and I do need you to make me a fortitude save. That is a 26. 26. You actually carry it yourself. Yay! Wow. Nice. That never happens for me. <laughs> so, again, you had, I believe, succeeded once. But, yes. it, but it's a two-succeed thing, and you didn't succeed at removing mm-hmm. the disease. So uh, you succeed a second time, and you're all good. No more ghoul fever. Yay, that would not have been fun. You head to Restoration Park. Rune, you easily know the way to get there. If you guys want to place yourselves on the map, you enter to the very south, uh, right between where Emily and Haley sit. There's a path. As you approach... You do see a watchman from the city guard that passes by. Looks like he's doing a perimeter of the park. If you were to watch him, doesn't look like he goes into the park at any point. Mm, I wonder if there's some sort of understanding there between the two groups. Or maybe just superstition or something on this guy's behalf. Mm-hmm. I, can- I wonder who, is he trying to keep people out or keep people in? Well, if you if you approach the park as he's kind of passing by, he doesn't make to like stop you. So okay. it might seem kind of like a, a watch rotation or something. All right, I, I guess we head in. Um, probably perception checks around looking for suspicious characters or landmarks or entrances to public works projects. Yeah, so you enter and there is a fork in the road. Go ahead and make me a perception check at the fork. 35. Yeah, 35 is more than enough. Anybody above a 20 would be able to see this through the trees. uh, Actually, like in the middle of the fork, it's pretty heavily wooded, this park. And you see what appears to be some sort of stone structure through the trees. I got a 40. Do I see any more about the stone structure? Just that it is. Okay. You'd have to like go through the trees and check it out if you wanted to know mm-hmm. much more. But there's no walkway directly to this. No, that's way. that's kind of the notable part. It's it looks like it's intentionally disguised by the trees. Do y'all want to take a walk around the park on the paths first before we start looking actively suspicious? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So which way do you want to go at the fork? Let's be a casual, very tall man from the Mwangi. Yep. A, a, you know, no, mutated rat, mm-hmm. a, a vampire, and a dwarf, just casual stroll, all decked out in armor and weapons. It's walk fine. The, it's a walk through the park. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> make, make that sound like a real walk in the park. <laughs> I've got a plus four disguise. We could be a family out for a uh, weekend stroll. Oh, zero yeah. disguise, but I guess I could stealth behind you guys with my plus 18. <laughs> All right, good. I got a plus three to disguise. 
actually a plus four to stealth, so maybe stealthing is a <laughs> I, I have my plus four to disguise, tied with the highest, and then... Do you, you uh, want to team up using Stealth my, of 23. Do you want to uh, team up using my blades above and below feet, and I will uh, hold you like a baby? <laughs> And they'll think maybe I have a small child instead of a mutated <laughs> rat. Mm-hmm. So we have a stroller. Yep. You can put them in. No, that's where the refrain goes. I, I think. Oh yeah, because of her, yeah. her movement speed. Yeah, Rune can push Freya, uh, but also because Freya's an old frail. So oh, get a wheelchair. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, well let's take our normal family walk around the park. There we go. Absolutely no problem. Which way are you going? You going east or west? West. East. Okay, so you're going to the standing steps. <laughs> <laughs> east. Okay. You head east, and you head up the path, and you find a massive statue that dominates a clearing that is a four-way intersection, the way you just came from, and then away to the west, north, and east. And this statue, if you look under it, it depicts Sovidia Ustav, the founder of Ustalov. And they're astride a charging horse, and they have an upraised blade. Well, uh, Matumbe, is there anything that you can say about this? Because Rune probably does not know what it says. (laughs) Even though she's a tour guide. Is there a plaque to read, or is that just like a knowledge local or history check to learn about this person? The plaque just says their name. Okay. Well then, history? Yep. Okay. Mm, kind of crappy. 25. You know that Soividia Ustav was the Varesian hero who united the fractured Varesian settlements on the northern shore of Lake Incarthen, displacing the native Kel population and founding the nation of Ustalov in 2361. Notably, they started the Count structure that mm. Ustalov has, so they divided the nation up between their subordinates and allies, and those became like the counts and the royal families of Ustalov. Fun stuff. I guess I'll pass that information along, and uh, I don't know, we got we got to keep moving. We got a l- lot of places to go, apparently. Yep. Big park here. It's huge. Sure. Which way do you want to head? I would, I would vote east again, so we can do a pretty clean, like, clock counterclockwise, you know, way around this park Mm -hmm. without missing anything. Okay. You head east again. It's like more southeast and you're kind of wrapping back around to the southeastern corner of the park and there is a large greenhouse here. This structure is about 40 feet tall, uh, so it's taller than most of the park's trees and looks relatively new. If you look inside... There's a variety of flowering plants, kind of like the conservatory, if you think of a like Columbus-adjacent parallel. Make me a perception check. 40. Again. Not, not that high. Nice. 37. Low on my D20s tonight. It's low. 33. Much lower. <laughs> yeah, you notice that they're drawn up now, but what appears to be long canvas shades... Looks like they could be used to block out most of the sun from the greenhouse. Suspiciously as if vampires wanted to look at plants during the day. (laughs) 
Or there were some special vampire plants that needed to be protected. Now you're thinking. Mm, pretty sure somebody just wanted blackout curtains. You don't want to know what they do in the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> what we prune in the shadows. <laughs> Pun game's been strong tonight. All right, are we going in the greenhouse or are we going to keep moving? I mean, is it worth it? just poking our head in? And is there a gardener? Around the front of the building, there is a small rise of steps that leads to a wide portico. And there's two massive pillars of stone that support a roof overhead and flank a pair of ornate gold-clad doors. Uh, these doors sit open to the public. Oh, so yeah. We so could, you could certainly you could certainly walk in. You could peek your head in. Is it this first worth a look? So you would enter through here. Okay. These front double doors. The room is very humid in here. It's an active greenhouse, um, and so exotic flowers, creeper vines, shrubbery, and even trees grow throughout the open space. There are four thick columns supporting a vaulted ceiling that arches forty feet overhead. And then there's a stone path that kind of winds through each exhibit. There do appear to be gardeners. They're kind of diligently working. This is the most popular, uh, probably, attraction of the park. So there are actually some people milling around, too. Yeah, do we know, perceive to see if there's anything particularly interesting? Yes, and say, any, any yeah. very interesting plants? What about on the side of the shade? That the shades look like they go across? Yeah, I think yeah. it's certainly worth it to yeah, make check them check. out. And mm-hmm. Especially looking for anything that's like particularly like a dangerous plant? Yeah. I mean, we're, we are looking for uh, some alchemy supplies here. I got a 33. 41. Noise. 22. It might have seemed harder to get worse rolls, but they have been steadily getting worse <laughs> uh, throughout the day. You see among the exotic flowers what appear to be mushrooms. You also see it's strange. If you walk down the middle of the room towards the east, there, while there's a ton of trees here, there appears to be this very large plant, and as you're looking at it, you think this is this is one solid thing. Like it's not it's not a bush where it's got branches and foliage. Like this is a this is one plant, huh. and it's as big as many of the trees in here. Uh, behind it, you see another identical one. Can we try to identify it with a uh, knowledge nature? It would be knowledge nature. Yes. Oh, I got that. For either of those things, I would take a knowledge nature. Are the I'm gardeners try to friendly? aid Matumbe. Well, you haven't gone up and talked to him. Right, and, and that's what I'm trying to, I guess, assess. How, like, do they talk to any of the other Like, do they patrons? smile and wave when you yeah. walk by or ignore? <laughs> they seem pretty occupied with their yeah. pruning, etc. Hmm. So, um, it, did you say there's two knowledge natures? Yes, one for the fungi and one for these large plants. Yeah, so I, I heard the one about the large plants. I rolled by myself and I shouldn't have the next one I'm gonna uh, aid Matumbe. Alright. I was plan- the fungi. I was, yeah, I was planning on rolling for the plants, which I did. I rolled a 39 before Freya. AIDS. Freya AIDS. 41. This looks like a huge dormant fly trap. Disgusting. Two of them, in fact. 
you would think from from knowing what these are, these are normally a very active plant. Yeah, They're okay. more like a plant creature, and they appear to be completely dormant. With that check, any indication what would cause this dormancy? The sun, maybe? With a check in the 40s, you think that something along the lines of command plants, like a spell, could do this. Okay. And a final question, more for me as a player almost, is this like an actual just big flytrap plant, or is this like a pathfinder creature flytrap thing? It that- is a pathfinder creature. Okay. So it's like a... But too bad we know it's, it's dangerous. It's odd that it's in a... You know, public greenhouse. Ooh, okay. So I don't have command plants, I have speak plants. Hey, ask him what's up. Because I didn't <laughs> want to waste a third level spell of command plants. Well, we don't necessarily want it to wake up either, so... No, but I only took speak with plants because I was like, if we're going to go to a park, maybe the plants can help us. Anyways. Tumi would relay that to the party. Like, hey, this is kind of strange. Those are super deadly plants, but they've been made dormant for some reason. Don't know why. Is it worth it to ask the gardeners why everyone could be in danger in this place with these plants? Potentially. Let, let me let me think on these fungi first. I will roll a nature check for the funguses. It's another really good one. It's actually, I think, better. Yeah, they're shriekers. They're All nocturnal. Right. But, you know, if somebody were to enter the greenhouse at night, they would likely set off an alarm. Ah, do we need some sort of magical flute loot thing? Because we didn't. (laughs) (laughs) This might be something that we ask Quinn about. Potentially. Interesting. Neither of these plants are purely decorative. Interesting. They certainly do not seem native. Yeah, with, with those kind of checks, you'd be looking around for other things at this point that are dangerous. And while the plants here, many of the plants here are suited for warmer climates. That's why they're in this greenhouse. So there's a lot of exotic stuff in here, but none of the rest of it looks dangerous. <laughs> so nothing really is from here, but uh, I think they're they're disguising dangerous things and exotic things. What, what, I'm sorry, what was the, the spell you mentioned for the dormancy, or the potential spell for the dormancy? Was it control plants? Yes. Would a spellcraft let me know if that could be programmed in a way that's like, hey, if the mushrooms start shrinking, wake up and attack whatever woke them up? Oh, great call. Yeah. I'm not sure if, if control plants is like something simple like go to bed, it's or it can have like like a, a little trigger. bit more of an yeah. advanced command. Yeah, you could use a spellcraft. Sure. Uh, pretty low, actually. 22 to see if I can draw that connection or understand the dormancy thing. So the spell allows you some degree of control over one or more plant creatures. Affected plant creatures can understand you, and they perceive your words and actions in the most favorable way. So they treat their attitude as friendly. They won't attack you while the spell lasts. You can try to give a subject orders, but you must win an opposed charisma check to convince it to do anything it wouldn't ordinarily do. A commanded plant never obeys a suicidal or obviously harmful order, but might be convinced that something very dangerous is worth doing. You know, there's other verbiage about how many plants you can affect. But in essence, you could get it to activate off of the, like if the alarm goes off, wake up and go look for it. You could, it could be as simple as 
wait until night to to like yeah. wake up. Hear me out on this, my friends. I think perhaps there is something here that does not meet the eye during the day. These mushrooms are nocturnal and they will shriek if anyone approaches. I believe there's a chance these very deadly fly traps will awaken if they are awoken by these shrieking shrews. Do you think then that maybe there is some sort of entrance here? There is something worth protecting? Yes. Oh, like a treasure? Well, now, now we're talking. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder if any of these gardeners have seen it awake. That's an interesting question to ask. Yeah. The, like gardeners who should know what these plants are. Hey, have you seen these things awake? Sure, you go up to a gardener and yeah. chat with them. Sure. These are wonderful plants you have here. What are they? Why, thank you. I'm quite busy. I Enjoy the greenhouse. Be sure to tip your gardener. And he kind of turns back to the plants and begins snipping. Go ahead and make me a perception check. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Gardening is not a service profession. There's no need to tip. That is also... (laughs) (laughs) What is also strange is that... He said to tip the gardener, but he is the gardener. Something's not right. 49. Oh, yeah, I was going to say I got a 43, so I should know. <laughs> Definitely not there. Definitely still in the bottom of the barrel here. Yeah. Yep. Pretty close with a 21. Uh, well, you know, you're the one that talked to him. So you do notice that... And it's pretty easy to tell that this guy is clearly dominated by something. Yeah, Air Bear's talking to him and it's like, oh, something's not right. Matumbe from across the greenhouse. <laughs> something's wrong! <laughs> <laughs> Unlike Shaq, Matumbe makes his free throws. Just glares from across the room. Set garden. So the gardener definitely seems dominated. Yeah, so so clearly, like, entrance probably around here. Yeah, probably, uh, like, right by the plants that can eat you. Uh, I would assume we got, like, a whomping willow-type situation e- here. Exactly. Guys, I could hit him with the protection from evil to re-roll in effect <laughs> that exerts mental control. So we're about to go into a den of vampires, though? And, like, I have a feeling we're going to need that. That's fair. Because Air Bear has been classically known to fail most will saves. All right, I'll leave this poor innocent gardener (laughs) under the control. But I guess maybe he's doing what he loves. We have no way of knowing. Maybe he he used to be a waiter, and that's why he is like, yeah, tip your gardener. Yeah, that's likely. (laughs) (laughs) I think we figured it out. But yeah, leave him be, because uh, Air Bear most definitely will go under someone else's control at some point. Fair. Yeah. And I'm probably not too far off, honestly. I also have uh, protection from evil prepared. Oh, okay, okay. But only one. Okay, so what do we want to do here, though? Is this just we... Okay, there could be an entrance here or something else important, but... I think Can it's I? worth checking out later under, like, so we could... I don't get into places that wouldn't mean that we're actually trampling other plants. 
Like making definitely want to stealth. I have an later. important question for Emily. Have you left spell slots open today? Some depends on the level. Can you can you prepare silence for later? Hit the shriekers so we don't wake up the big plants if we come back here at night. Also. Whoa, are you playing with Matumbe's intelligence right now? <laughs> Something's wrong. Doesn't play the game well. <laughs> Something that we could take advantage of in terms of, uh, at least for those that have a very low disguise check, the wonderful list of wands that I grabbed from the, the bucket. There's tree shape. <laughs> What's the plan there? Disguise. That's about it. That's the air shit That's button. It. <laughs> the fly traps coming charges? at you. How many charges? There's three. Perfect. <laughs> we got Nod Man out. <laughs> it'll it'll take 15 minutes, but Freya can prepare silence. You better aim okay. for the bushes because well, the rest of us are going to be trees. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it is only a 20 foot radius. I guess where the street centered is at. on yeah. something. So if they're within, if we can contain. That within like a twenty foot radius that then we could get through to get to fly traps and then potential door. They're kind of all over the place, but you think that like, hey, if you were gonna if you were gonna cast it, you probably want to cast it like right at the entrance, right? Mm-hmm. That's gonna get pretty much this whole half of the. Okay, so this is this is in the contingency that we come back at night. We don't want to wake up the the fly traps, so no need to like prepare this now or anything. Just okay. something that we should probably do if this is where we end up coming back tonight. Mm-hmm. And I think I think we've kind of checked this place out enough to where we can, if we come back at night, we'll... We know what we're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Air Bear, you also noticed a key ring on the gardener. Mm. Mm-hmm. Could you snatch that? I don't know if you want to pop that hand off and snag a key ring or what. Who's got the sleight of yeah. hand here? Because I actually do not. I don't have sleight of hand. I don't have that because I have way too pick locks. I do. I've got my stealth. I've got my sleight of hand. It's not great, but it's an 11. That's right. not bad. I mean, you're working with like a commoner. A dominated commoner. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. I'll hit you with the guidance. It didn't seem like there was much going on in that guy's mind. Yeah. So you find the one that's most engrossed in his <laughs> shrubbery. Yes. Does he ask the shrubs if they would like another refill on their water? <laughs> With their tip request. <laughs> Sorry. It's a public word. Don't apologize. That was a good joke. That was great. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Can I take your coat? <laughs> That's what he says when he's trimming the shrub. <laughs> And don't forget to tip the gardener. <laughs> Says it to the plants. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Griffin. I, I'm going to pop that hand off. Okay. Ooh, Freya gives you a touch of good, giving you a plus five. Oh, hell yeah. I don't know that that stacks with guidance, does it? It is a sacred bonus. Oh, it does. Confidence, yeah. All right. So that's oh, yeah. a total of what? A plus 17? It's your plus 11. I can't read it. Oh my goodness, my luck has turned. This one's a 20. Oh, yeah. You, oh my. You snatch it. <laughs> oh my. I was, I was even going to give you a bonus for using the hand. <laughs> oh, but indeed. yeah, not necessary. Uh, even if I rolled a 20, I'd be working with like a 23 perception on this guy. So 
Oh yeah. So uh, he he's bent over and my hand just walks right up to it, all casual. It uh puts on a mustache as well <laughs> with that natural twenty and <laughs> then I. Exactly like that. He's wearing a glove. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, just kind of jumps from plant to plant, unclips it, and uh, dances his way back, its way back to Bear Bear's arm. All right. That's good. This will come in handy later. Okay. If we're done here, this is a good time. So you guys exploring the rest of the park? Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's next? (laughs) Is that a small pond? It does appear to be a small pond. It appears to be a natural, naturally occurring pond. All right. Dope. I see no reason to continue. No plaques or, yeah, no plaques or swimming areas. Nope. Okay. No, you know, shelter, you know, sun-blocking areas. (laughs) Nope. So you head to the west, Mm -hmm. and you find that uh, tall columns line both sides of this reflecting pool. It's got a plaque that says, Ilmost Vice. The tall columns along the pool's south side are carved in the likeness of Ustalavik soldiers. Facing a menagerie of threatening creatures carved on the pillars on the far side, including Kelid barbarians, Belks and orcs, werewolves, and the undead knights, presumably of the Whispering Tyrant. This latter group includes both a headless Dullahan as well as an armored Blood Knight. A sturdy footbridge crosses the pool, joining a path that ventures deeper into the park. Matume puts one hand on the column that looks like a werewolf, and a single tear runs down his cheek. As he thinks about his friend, he'll probably never see again. Uh, if only. There's the air bear breaking out, out in full sobs. They were best buds. <laughs> best friend. My best friend. Yep. He, he can't even look at it. Just has to look away. Rune does the same so thing, sad. but with the doula hand. <laughs> <laughs> best friend she knew in Califast before you guys came. There's no. Didn't murder <laughs> The only person that could read worse than her because he didn't have a head. God damn it. No, <laughs> what did that plaque say? Uh, Il moist. Il, <laughs> Il most moist. Il most vice. All right. I'm either a moron. Il moist. Or not. Is, is this another language or is this meaning something? It's a name. Oh, okay. That would help me because yeah. I also was like, what? Like, those are conceivably English words. It brings Rune over. Yeah. can make it out perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> Rune has memorized all the plaques in the park just in case. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, <so> must must. <laughs> Who that, though? Don't, don't local. ask me. I got it. Right. 39. Uh, Unless somebody wants to aid and bump that up to a 40. Because that could be a... He's a scholar okay. um, and an early leader of Ustalov. You don't think he's like particularly important, so maybe he commissioned this. That's why his name's on the plaque. Hmm. No one's going to recognize me. Better put my name down. <laughs> 
I'm tired of people calling me ill moist, so I'll, <laughs> I'll commission a reflecting pool. <laughs> That'll get people to stop thinking about moisture. Gosh, dang it. ill most moist now. <sighs> Never should have put water in this one. <laughs> <laughs> it should have been sand. Oh. I should have filled this with sand. That'd be horrible. A very large Zen garden. Why didn't I think of that? No, I have ill voice for the rest of the, for the rest of time. All right, there's nothing else here. No, I just reflected. All right. Yeah, let's just reflect on the weight of all your sins. Guys, I think we picked the right way to go the very first time. <laughs> mm, there's no yeah. koi fish. You're not being coy with us over there, Griffin, about what's in this pond. I'll never tell. <laughs> does does Air Bear get in? Uh, he only dips his little little pinky. Objects in the Not pool are deeper than they appear. <laughs> <laughs> There's a tunnel. You think it goes back to the Recondite or the the uh, Order of the Indomitable Sea in Omarsh? Oh boy, <laughs> it's their longest tunnel. Probably Honestly, goes to I, the baby chamber. Get the fuck out of there! <laughs> I I make a wish, toss in a coin, and a giant Lovecraftian tentacle creature pulls me under the waves. Surprisingly answering your wish. To die. (laughs) (laughs) I wish to be anywhere but here. (laughs) Alright, what else is in this park? And if there's nothing else, we're going to those standing stones or whatever. To go south? Yeah. This life-sized alabaster statue mounted on a block of granite depicts the austere countenance of Sisagia Calafazo. Really rocking these names. Sasagia. You want you want a spelling on that? No, because I can't pronounce it either way. (laughs) You lost. Well, now I don't know if it's a good spelling. S e s e s g i a. Nope, I dislike that. Sasagia. Absolutely. Sasagia. The Sasagia effigy. It's not too late for me to name my Link's legacy character Salsa Chia. <laughs> Salsa Chia. <laughs> it's the Pangea of sausages. Oh, God. When all sausages were combined into one patty. Hey, man, we're playing Tui. I can make a flesh war. No. No, guys. Oh, Come on. Uh, Come she, on. She would give you a real massagia. <laughs> Let's move on. You, you want to make a check on... on Sasagia. I mean, Sasagia. I don't, but Matumbe would. <laughs> so yeah, sure. <laughs> you need, do you need some aid? I got it at a dirty thirty. Yeah, she's the countess who refounded the city of Caliphas after the defeat of the Whispering Tyrant. Okay. Presumably the uh, distant relative of the current. Right. Yeah. That's the last name of the countess that uh, that Count Goldana was talking to you about. Sure, sure. Well, this has been an educational and enlightening trip around the park, my family. <laughs> How about we take this off-road? There is much to see in the wilds. Does a stroller have thick tires? <laughs> Maybe a four-wheel drive mode? It's got off-road tires. Off-road tires. <laughs> shocks and all, baby. I hope so. Freya's going to be sore if she's bouncing around in there it's without got, like, fat any. bike tires. <laughs> Sure, you head off the path in between the trees, and you find... Well, like seven feet on the map. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not far. 
<laughs> shut your damn shut your damn mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe these are ten foot squares. Who knows? I know, but I'm not telling. Sounds like they're not. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just shut up, Steve? <laughs> you know what? You another you, you another 15. See that part Imagine how big those statues would be if they were 10 foot square. <laughs> Pretty fucking big, Haley. Pretty fucking big statues. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't say on this part specifically. Hmm. But considering... The scale of the map is beyond the scope of this adventure. <laughs> it is ten foot. Ooh. Because I can compare the uh, the greenhouse to the greenhouse. Ah, oh. oh, nice, yeah. Anyway. Alright, so it's fourteen feet off the path. Yeah, fourteen feet off the path. <laughs> so shut your damn mouth. And they are big statues. They're pretty huge statues. Here's what made me a perception check. Yeah. Sure. See a trio of standing stones. You could also make me a knowledge nature. Is it the same or different? It's different. Perception first for me. I only got a 27 for perception. Mm-hmm. And then I aided Matumbe with milk. My course perception has uh, continued. Sometimes I wonder about like adventures. I guess they're supposed to be written for parties that don't specialize in different things. But like, what the fuck is a DC 20 to this party in anything? I mean, even if Matumbe wasn't here for perception, it's like I have a plus. Your cleric rocks that. Yeah, I have yeah. a plus twenty. I was gonna say, yeah, I have a plus twenty-three in perception, and then uh, my knowledge, though, that's where if we'd have gaps. Well, yeah, your knowledge is garbage because you can't read. My mind kicks into overdrive, and blood trickles out of a nostril as I got a forty-five on the perception check. Sure, yeah. Um, <laughs> and the blood trickling out of your nostril looks very similar to what you notice. On some of these stones, it looks like faded blood stains. Ooh. Oh no. All right. What was the other one? Nature? Yeah. Freya aids Matumbe with a natural 20. Ooh. Is hmm, maybe you should have kept it to yourself. Do you beat like a 25? Yeah. <laughs> oh, easy. Say, yeah. Did you add in my age? Yeah. I mean, we're going high 30s. Yeah. Um, <laughs> these standing stones look like they what you would recognize as a sacred grove. Uh, a druid would use this. Oh. That's interesting. Just a few stones with some blood on them, and that's it? That's weird. It's not a great sign. Like, if this is being used for something and there's blood. Yeah, I guess that's that's my question, is does this look like blood from last night? Or is this like old stain? It's faded, but it looks like, you know, if if it's permanent, it's probably multiple mm. bloodings. That's that that's important here. to know, yeah. I could ask the plants around us what happens here. The tone of your voice says that's a joke, but I think you should do that. <laughs> I can't read, but I can talk to plants. Especially if there's some like really big trees around, they've probably they seen some shit. Yeah, yeah. they've right? seen stuff. So like, is this targeted at a specific plant, or do you just activate it and then you can talk to plants? Uh, it is activated on myself, and then for eleven minutes, oh. I can communicate with normal plants and plant creatures, can ask them questions, and receive answers from them. A normal plant's sense of surrounding is is limited, and so it wouldn't give really strong details. 
but and it wouldn't be able to give anything outside of its immediate vicinity because, you know, plants don't really move. But it doesn't make plant creatures any more friendly or cooperative. And also, if plant creature is friendly, it could even do a favor for me. Mm, we're well, going to have to make them friendly. Okay, so plants have, call, uh, call the waiter plants. over. <laughs> These plants have all kinds of allegiances. All right, so I can... Uh, Are you doing this? I think so. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah. I prepped this in case we couldn't find any leads, and I could ask the plants where vampires are in the park. But now I don't need to ask that because I feel like they're coming out of that greenhouse. But I could ask what this is. And if we wanted, we could run back over to the greenhouse and check it out. We've got 11 minutes. Well, yeah. We could ask the plants around the Venus flytrap plants. Yeah. What goes on there. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. That's a really good idea. All right, so quick conversation here, and then let's run back to the greenhouse and ask those uh, plants close to the Venus flytrap. What's going on? Okay. Who, who you ta- what, <laughs> what plant are you talking to? I'm just going to find like a nice, sturdy-looking tree that overlooks this circle. Okay. <laughs> you, f- you find a tree. <laughs> what, are you going to go vote or what? <laughs> Griffin's so <laughs> pissy about this. Because he has the voice of tree. I know. <laughs> All right. Uh, hello. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Are you here to piss on me? Uh, no, actually. Don't piss on me. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not here for that. Um, actually, you asking. can talk. Yeah, you can too. I'm not surprised that I talk. Okay, well, I can talk. I didn't know. For, like, the next ten minutes or so, so we gotta be quick, huh? Uh, uh, Orville the Oak here. Quick is the name of my game. (laughs) It's really nice to meet you. I have a need for speed. (laughs) My name is Rune. You sure you're not gonna piss on me? I'm positive, and I won't let any of them piss on you unless that's really what you want, Mm, but... I might be about it. No. (laughs) I was playing coy earlier. (laughs) So, Orville, uh, what happens in this area? Like, in this, you know, where the blood is? Some pretty kinky stuff. Okay. Okay. Anything else... Merrick comes here. Who? Merrick. She talks like you. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, she brings her victims here. They scream, but they don't usually piss on me. So not everybody's happy. <laughs> Gotta make maple syrup somehow. So, uh, victims, how. Did, how does she kill them? Oh, she, uh, sucks their blood. She's a vampire. A vampire that talks to trees? Why is that more weird than whatever you are talking to trees? To be fair, you are half a vampire. So. I think no, it it's just, more it weird, weird that everyone has their pants on. Room <laughs> <laughs> turned back off the group. Guys, this is a very horny tree. We should get out of here. 
I'm making the sound of trickling water. <laughs> Don't you have to go? Good God, he wants you to piss on him. Mm, well, you you said it. Phil, you are into the waterworks, I see. <laughs> so, uh, thank you for telling us about that. We do need to hop on over to the greenhouse on the other side and, and talk to the plants around the fly traps. Well, I can't stop you. I'm just here minding my own business, hoping nobody comes to pee on Hey, me. if I convince one of them to pee on you, will you not tell Merrick that we were here? I don't know. She doesn't let anyone pee on you. I didn't say she didn't. Alright, well, I was trying to give you something. I just, mm. can you not tell this person? That's a pretty good bargain. Rune takes a big heavy sigh and turns to the party. Look, this this tree is going to tell a vampire that we were here asking about it if we don't uh, if we don't have someone who pisses on the tree. Well, can, can, you, can you speak to all plants or just this one? Well, all of them. So they are overhearing this. Yeah. What if they all want this? <laughs> we, we don't have enough to go around. Yes, I'm Douglas the Dandelion. <laughs> I'm over here minding my own business and just wondering if uh, maybe, you know, as you're walking by, if, if you drop trowel and all, you could maybe drop a little sprinkle my way. Uh, I mean, I have 400, maybe 500 milliliters ready to go, but who? All know. right, I, I do think then we just need to get out of here. <laughs> We've been compromised. There's too much. There's there's too many plants and not enough piss. Somebody I knew, knew the vampires would see us coming. <laughs> <laughs> Where is the waiter? We need to refill our water glasses right away. <laughs> All right. So, I'll you back. <laughs> can, can we head now to the greenhouse? Mm. Get more voices. So sad to see you go but i love watching you pee i mean leave bye orville have a, a good time i guess bye the Orville's thing there. about being a tree is guys keep walking you're always <laughs> <Keep> on walking. <laughs> <laughs> what the listening audience doesn't know is right before we started i said i got a feeling this is gonna be a good episode <laughs> It's not a joke. I actually said that. And everyone's like, oh, how do you know that? I got my ways in knowing. Because <laughs> we got to speak with plants on deck. <laughs> so you guys rush into the greenhouse. Yes. Yep. Oh, this is important. Who are you talking to in the greenhouse? Because, like, do you want to talk to the dormant Vetus flytraps? No, the ones around it. Like the shriekers, some other plants. What do the shriekers sound like? Hmm. They're dormant as mm. well, right? They're nocturnal. You'd have to wake them up. I don't think we want to wake them up. Uh, yeah, no, thank you. So the ones are not those ones. The, the exotic plants that you said are helping to cover for the dangerous plants. Sure. Yeah, there's there's like a there's a tree with some big fronds. Okay. Looks a bit palmy. All right. I will uh, walk up to that tree. Hello. My name is Rune. I can... Currently talk to plants. Well, hey there, sugar. <laughs> Name's Paula, the palm tree. Hello, Paula. You sound very lovely. Uh, I have I'm a couple. Quite a hit at parties. Yeah, I, I have a couple questions if you wouldn't mind. Mm. 
Maybe I have a couple of answers. Got some of that sweet, sweet nectar for me? <laughs> Everybody knows you gotta give something to get something. Well, what's the nectar? What is what is nectar to you? Well, the only thing sweeter than honey to bees. Oh no. Is a big pile of piss for the trees. <laughs> All these trees want is piss. Well, that's not all we want, but we we don't get to talk to pissing creatures very often. <laughs> you can see how it might <gasps> how it might stimulate the senses. So, so Paul, um, maybe maybe after uh, we have some conversations here, then then we can talk about that. Yes. Well, all right. I suppose I don't have many bargaining chips other than providing shade. Very kind of you. Well, and don't think I didn't catch you looking at my coconuts. <laughs> looking lovely. She mentioned shade. Let's ask why there are shades on this greenhouse. Yeah. Uh, your leaves provide a lot of great shade, but what's going on with shades on top of a greenhouse? That feels weird, right? Well, you know, Merrick sometimes has to come out during the day, and she doesn't take well to to sunlight, being that she's a... A vampire, yeah. Orville told me. Fucking everybody at this table laughed when I said... Oh, no. (laughs) I talked to him in an age, but someone brought one of his acorns over. Everybody laughed when I said that the shades were for vampires coming to look at plants. I was right. I think it. I think it's where vampires come out of out of this uh, greenhouse. But all right. So anybody besides Merrick need the shades? Well, no. It's mostly Merrick. She uh, she lives here, kinda. Is she, where is she? Where is she right now? If she lives here, she's probably uh, taking the shape of a tree somewhere, waiting for someone to pee on her. Does she do that often? All the time. This is very important. <laughs> Roll a sense motive to see if this is Merrick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could try that. I do only have a plus three. <laughs> so I could try that. Or at least see if she's lying. I did roll an 18. <laughs> That's a 21 to see if. You have no idea how to sense the motive of a speaker. <laughs> that, that does seem so, right. like, yeah, uh-huh, you that think does she's right. like, well, like, why would a plant tell you this <laughs> if it hadn't seen it with its own non-sensory organs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems pretty generous that we get these plants to be able to have the ability to see. Yeah. So, what else do we want to ask Paul <laughs> before we have to piss on one of these plants? Ooh, she might know if there's a way to avoid the shriekers or if there's like a trick to getting the door open. She's maybe seen it from her vantage point. Or where the door is. Yeah. And why all the security in here? Is this the way downstairs? Mm. If we were to look in shade right now, would we be able to find Merrick because it is daytime? She's one of the mushrooms. Or she's the smaller version (laughs) of the flytrap. Could be anything. All right. I don't know. What happens with these, specifically with these mushrooms and the fly traps, at night? Well, at night, if anyone but Merrick comes through those front doors, the the shriekers they shriek. You know, mostly they're just 
they're into screamo music. That sounds very annoying for you. Oh no, you know it doesn't happen very often. But uh, if Merrick's coming through, they're they're quiet. Merrick usually brings some, um, you know, a couple folks through every once in a while. Feeds them to Hingus and Dingus over there. Them two fly traps ain't good for nothing but sitting on a sitting on a door. So the door, they're on top of the door. Right. Have you ever seen the movie Harry Potter? Because uh. I had. A kid was watching it on his iPad as he was walking <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that the one with Robert Pattinson in it? It's a real fluffy situation <laughs> is, what I'm, is what I'm trying to say. Gotcha. Uh, so do do you feed the fly traps and then they move? Or? No, no, no. She comes and she feeds the fly traps people. They quite enjoy that. They do pretty much whatever she says. So she tells them to move. They move. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So... I don't know what's under there. You know, my roots go down a little bit, but they haven't been soaked in piss, so I'm not <laughs> sure if I could be exposing what I can see down there. Okay, great I bet the Shriekers wouldn't yell if you gave them some of that sweet nectar, too. Great information <laughs> to know. Or they uh, might scream for more. You never know. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. These plants are so horny. We ain't horny. We don't know what... It's, They're it's more horny. It's more of a desire for the salt that you produce inside of your uh, bodies. They expel. All right. I have no more questions that I can possibly deal with. It'd so be a real I'll good just... frown to me if you'd just, you know, you know what I'm asking. Look, guys, they won't stop. Don't make me be more me to direct. piss on them. Someone do something. I, I can't. I don't have to go. I can't. We got to get out of the, or we have to get away from plants because this is still lasting. And I, I think we I'm going to go crazy. They just keep talking about piss. We don't want to upset her. She might wake up her friends. You wouldn't wake them up. What, Hingus and Dingus? Yeah, you don't like them, right? I mean, they're kind of an eyesore. Should they be removed? I mean, I, I'm just a lowly tree asking another being on this green, green earth. For some of that yellow, yellow. Oh my god! <laughs> Someone's got to take it for the team, all right? We can roll off. That's fine. Leave it up to fate. Well, we can't hear what they are saying. How are we supposed to know what they like? How they like it? It just... It wouldn't make sense for us We got to get away from the plants. I can't. Is there any other questions that any of you have for the plants? Because I cannot keep hearing about piss... This new party Tell them what we want. doesn't seem dedicated to the cops. Them. Tell them what we I want, told Rune. them what you want. Rune, they're not acting. You just acting. want piss. Rune, they're not doing nothing. Save this damsel in distress. Some of the moss starts speaking up. <laughs> hey, is there someone talking up there? Rune starts running out of the greenhouse. <laughs> hey, wait. Wait. I'm close to the earth. I know all kinds of things. <laughs> I get into the dirt. You gotta ask situation. Him. Don't you want to know what a man this close to the dirt knows? Sounds, sounds <laughs> like he's got important things to tell us. Do you... Are you liking what I'm liking? <laughs> Do you know about anything that goes on underneath the trapdoor and, and hingus and dingus? Well, that depends. God damn it! <laughs> if you can put the P in Pete... Oh, Lord. Rune, Very Rune, 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 Rune walks by. There's a tunnel passage! It's down there! <laughs> <laughs> I'm desperate! 
It's been so long. <laughs> Merrick just ignores us. I don't think vampires make piss. Can we just ask the gardeners to like take care of this? Are they not? Are they not fertilizing these poor plants? I don't. We get I don't all know. the shit we can eat, but no piss. <laughs> Look, there's a tunnel underneath of Hingus and Dingus. That is the fly trap combo. I got a tunnel we- I need you to use. How much longer do I have oh, on God. this spell? <laughs> I'm- How much? Roots just crying. <laughs> I'm sure this park is so loud. Oh my Rudy gosh, right? For piss at this point. The vines just, hey, is that piss hey, over there? Wait a minute, did you hear that one? Can hear us? The word yeah. spreading. Does she have any piss? <laughs> <laughs> the, the lily pads just, pee me on me, pee me memes. Yeah, Rune's about to break mentally, so I'd love to know, like, is the spell done? It was only 11 minutes total. Please say that. That would have been 11 minutes, right? No, let's check the clock. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So we can leave the greenhouse. Yeah, you can leave the greenhouse. And then we can get ready to come back later. And apparently all you have to do to prevent any plants from ever being mad at you is just piss all over them. Except Angus and Angus. They don't. They don't like piss. Hang they, on. They eat piss for breakfast. Everybody they eat's full of piss. Gotcha. All right. So so we're gonna have to probably get rid of Hingus and Dingus here, which Palma really was looking forward to that. So I think that'll be fine. The Shriekers, you know, they are gonna go off if because we're not Merrick. And Merrick, who who the hell knows, could be at one of these trees begging for piss right now. I want to. Th- <laughs> <laughs> Suck your blood. Get peed on. <laughs> yes, it is I fitting in. So, uh, I think it's great time for us to go away from all trees, go directly into the middle of the city, and have a nice dinner before we come back to the piss. The piss baggers. I'm a dead seed floating on the wind. <laughs> you think you can catch me and throw me right in the toilet? Oh my god, that's fucking foul. <laughs> and this all started because of one spell. I think I'm, I think I'm gonna pick this spell up at next level. <laughs> <laughs> so you plan to return that evening without speak with plants on. Huge mistake. Mm. But during our big dinner, we definitely drink a lot of grog. Yeah, and Rune breathes a nice sigh of relief when she sees the plants and isn't immediately begged for piss. And you just feel like they're looking at you. No, they don't have eyes, Griffin. You, but you know that, but you feel you feel like they're looking at you. You ever feel like grass is salivating? <laughs> What's that rustle through the grass? I don't feel any wind. <laughs> and we make it back to the greenhouse that night. <laughs> we and we as well call it the yellow house. And we cast silence on the 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 shrieking. Okay, mushrooms. so are you are you using a key? Yeah. Okay. If the door is locked, yeah. The door is locked. <laughs> I'm just gonna go right into describing all of our actions for the night. That's fine. <laughs> Let's move it along. <laughs> Yeah, I, I do think the good tactical play, I mean, this would take the silent spell, would be to maybe hit the door, and then so it 
be 20 foot radius. From yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when it opens, it doesn't squeak on the hinges or anything. And then the, even if shriekers do go off, they can't make any noise. Uh, oh. That Will that reach the... Well, I guess we don't necessarily want it to reach the plants because for combat, we'll want to be able to right. do spells. Actually, can we uh, rewind just a little bit and go back to sundown so that we can meet Quinley? Or did we just ditch him? You could certainly meet him. He said he would meet you at the park. So Yeah, and I'll, okay. I'll just go ahead and cast my long strider, which is hours per level spell. And we, we obviously fill Quinn in on everything that we found. Including about all the piss. <laughs> that looks like a 20-foot radius to me. Mm-hmm. Centered on the door. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to throw on a heightened awareness, and that's pretty much it. I'm going to save everything else like that. So we'll have to move quickly because silence is a rounds per level spell. Yep, that's easy. You cast it, somebody else opens the door. I guess we do have keys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with keys, it'll just be a... And, and Rune already has the flaming longbow out and ready to shoot it on Hengus and Dangus and avoid Palma. Okay, we'll see. Well, because you did not set off the Shriekers... I'm going to need you to play some stuff on the map, Steve. Yeah. So you enter the door, and you see the now-awake fly traps, their vines kind of whipping in the air, and you smell the scent of fresh blood, as if maybe they've been fed. But you can also see that down the path to your right, there is the figure of a woman, and she's kind of leaning over a bench with what appear to be a bunch of gardening tools. You guys were so prepared. You get to start this combat on a surprise round, but I need you to finish your drinks because we'll see you next week. I knew it. Slaughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carrying Crown is copyright 2011. Carrying Crown and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Inc. and used with permission.